I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to worry, work, work out whether they really deserve the hype. They may be Take like, two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, are you just powering through? Are you, are you powering through and reading it? This is the, some, for some people, this is the first thing they'll ever hear of our podcast and you want it to be that. Okay. There's a reason you and I stop and start. I'm not saying it's a hard job, but... So, count to two, and then get into it. Count me in, Michael. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and try to work out whether they really deserve the the hype. Again? (laughs) Hello! No. No, I take a breath. Yeah. (laughs) Volume volume is not the issue on you. Volume is fine. Hello, and welcome <laughs> you to Legitimate Likes. I'll cut the pause, don't worry. The podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations, and we try to work out whether they really deserve the hype. They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? I'm your host, Anya, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hi, Anya. What, what the hell is going on? What are, what are we doing know. here? I don't know. I feel very giddy. I feel very unsettled. I feel like I've... Um, like I've, I've, I was gonna say broken into the cockpit, but that sounds a bit, bit terroristy. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've, I've gained control of something that I shouldn't have. Yeah, like we're definitely we're dizzy with power here. It feels like we're taking our dad's car for a drive. That's kind of what it feels like, right? That's very much the vibe. Today. Yeah, it's funny. You always go for those references of sort of teenager in a Camaro sort of <laughs> do. thing, don't you? I do. Yeah, they were my teenage years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So how are you, Michael? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I mean, firstly, this is episode 100. You already know that, listeners, if you've if you've clicked on it. Um, so that's why Anya and I 
get to kick it off. We're, we've done an old Freaky Friday. We've done a switcheroo. Um, so we're hosting this week and we'll be bringing on some producers um, in a second. But not only have we done that, we also have no idea what topic we're going to talk about this week. Um, so Hugh and Will have picked something that we have no we have no idea what it is. Could be anything. Anya, do you have any guesses what Hugh and Will might have picked for us? I mean, I, I wonder would it be something like cheese no we've already had that actually sorry done that, that, done that. this is the yeah. issue when you get to episode 100 you've covered all the bases you know yeah what do you think it is well like probably they're gonna pick something that they want to take down like something they want to take a negative view on so like if it's will it's gonna be like capitalism yeah t- bourgeoisie or something <laughs> like that you know some t- t- military industrial complex Something like that. You know? I love the proletariat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that exactly. And yeah, if yeah. it's Hugh, it'll be like smoking. Not that I think it's great. Or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be a hard one to defend. I don't know. Uh, uh, frivolity, maybe? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I could like to take that down a peg. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I'm excited. You know? Do you have a newfound appreciation for their... For their jobs yeah well exactly i mean normally the first five ten to 35 minutes that the guys take to get going you and i can kind of kick back and uh and and, and just and just work on our quiz questions online shop <laughs> yeah online shop we just we whatsapp each other we're like when are we on yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't know I've, I've no idea what it's gonna be maybe maybe it won't be something they hate maybe maybe it'll be maybe it'll be something they love cycling weird shoes for your for your toes um yeah. what else do they love no uh tacos loves? <laughs> i don't know yeah probably yeah 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 what does hugh love sensible packed lunches uh yeah um reading yeah we haven't done really cricket we've already had cricket though done that yeah we've done a lot of the things hugh loves yeah haven't yeah, had, yeah. had haven't had golf yet oh my god I'm no golf. no i think yeah, I think Hugh felt we were too close to the sun on that one. It's, it's, it, it's, you know, that could be a five-hour episode, you know? Speaking of too close to the sun? Yeah. Sp- speaking, speaking of things we love. <laughs> Guys, normally when we do a bad one of those that doesn't work, we, we go on and do another. So just yeah, yeah. take so time. So we're going to wait until you find one. Okay, okay. Um, oh God, I don't like this at all. Being produced. Also, my, my one bit of advice would be don't <clears throat> ask it as a question. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, have you, Mike? Have you? Yeah. Um, have you? Have you found any? Have you? Have you any? Have you any disgusting sponges in your kitchen sink? Me? Nice. <laughs> what, what's what's that? What's that for? Speaking of disgusting sponges, I don't know. That's <laughs> Michael, did you not understand? <laughs> no, that? I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. No, I really didn't. Ha- Michael, have you, um, have you, have you, have you taken out the garbage <laughs> much recently? <laughs> no, no, Anya, I, I, I haven't. Does it ring a bell? <laughs> um, I, 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 I've re-listened to that that segment so many times. I, I think it might be your best work, Michael. Thanks very much. It, I mean, there's nothing like an easy joke to get me laughing. You know, well, I don't know. That's, like, that's what that's is my this way. like? This feels Speaking like, of it feels like I'm watching joke. like 
the Pixar lamp but just like swinging blindly into walls, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what does this feel like to you, you know? It, it's, it's awful. It feels like <laughs> the sort of podcast that you download to be like, oh, the, the art is quite nice. I've got a train journey coming up. I'll download mm. this podcast and give it a go. And then you turn it off after five minutes because it's this. And you go, I also oh, like that the idea that, well, first of all, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who was going on maternity leave. And she was worried that the person who replaced her would, you know, really outperform her and do a much better job. I have to say, Will, I'm feeling pretty comfortable right now. Speaking of the person who replaced her, please welcome us. We're the producers today. I'm Will, and that's Hugh. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks so for. You think that like this scathing, like, oh yeah, Hugh and Will's things that they hate. So you think it's it's ridiculous that and mockable that Will likes poor people, and that I disapprove of smoking. Yeah, we really nailed it. No, it's yeah. more its more the tone that you take about it. You talked about the proletariat. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, no, in fairness, yeah. I can understand that. That was, that was that's, clear. That's, they're the... the they're one. the ones we like on you. They're the ones we like. So yeah. we like is a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much. Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely you you down-tread them, Michael. Yeah. Will's the one standing up for them. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, on top of the show, yeah, on top of the tower, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're here. This is legitimate likes. This is fantastic. We're the producers today, so usually it's Michael and Anya, but now Hugh and Will taking the reins. How do you feel about it, Hugh? Good. I'm glad as well that you've done a little clean up hosting bit there, just to you know, so we can get a nice <laughs> clean edit if we need to. It's nice to have at least two of us who understand where edit points sit, you know? Oh, I mean, I think we're possibly already drifting into episode 101. By the way, <laughs> Michael, I'm wondering. I mean. The, the notes, the written notes you have for a normal yes. episode when you're producing, I mean, you presumably yes. must have books and books of stuff to get you through your <laughs> script do. tonight. I do. Even without knowing the topic. I, no, no, well, that's... The, uh, yeah, I guess I do, yeah. I, I found it... Um, it kind of feels like the first episode we've ever done, actually, because we flipped mm, the roles around, you know? know? So I'm sure it sounds quite like that, actually. It's our 100th episode. Does it feel like an achievement or does it feel like just something that's happened? Oh, it's an achievement. I think it's an achievement. Look, I never I'm stick not, out of anything. I don't want to sell out this episode too soon, but just if you haven't listened to an episode before, go back a few and just see, okay? Don't judge everything on this. Maybe just listen to a couple of intros. Never start at 100, you know? Ever. Yeah. Is that your <laughs> dating advice as well? <laughs> it's a good rule They're of thumb. just not experienced enough. <laughs> Uh, Anya and Michael, any proudest moments of the 100 episodes so far? Um, it doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> so also, I love that that ring a bell thing. I think it's probably going to stay in from the earlier intro of us. But there's no explanation for the first time listener what that is. So Michael, Michael in, on the Lion King episode... I going to say this explanation where, will be funny now. <laughs> where he, he tried to get people to say things where the response would be... No, but it rings a bell. So things like, what does the priest do? Do you know what the priest does at the end of Mass? The priest <laughs> no. doesn't ring the bell, it's a... Anya. It's an altar boy, come on. No, no, the, 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 the churchyard bell. Do you think the priest goes shinning up the, <laughs> the you... tower? You... When were you last in a church? Uh, when I got married. <laughs> when did we get married, Anya? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it's been the various confusing relationships might be a proudest moment, you know. We'll we'll come back to our fa- our our favorite moments uh, of uh, I think we'll we'll, we'll come uh, back to the hundred episodes. Do long. you do you think we'll come back? Yeah, to it? We'll in come this back. episode, we'll come back to. It. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think, Mister Host, that the producers will say what we come and don't come <laughs> okay. back to. I think okay. what we're saying is a fundamental difficulty with the org chart here that maybe we don't <laughs> clearly define roles. You know, what's the org chart? <laughs> Organization chart. You know, like who, who does? I mean, is is it kind of? A, are we the, are we the baddies, Michael? I, I thought we were the goodies, but right now it feels like we're the baddies, aren't you? I know, I know. Yeah, I, know. I, know. I think goodies and baddies. If goodies are people who are good at their job, and baddies are people who are bad at their job, then maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, so we'll this see. Week. We'll see. I suppose. Well, you know what? You know what? You guys haven't even started producing that, so let's see how that goes for you. All right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you is doing the edits? Anya, <laughs> 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 oh, you were about to say something, but you realise that you... I mean, you you genuinely can't. You don't even have a computer anymore, do you? No, I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm on a borrowed computer. Um, the... the my, I, 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 I will be upgrading in due course. Um, <laughs> Stay tuned, tuned listeners. You have to justify yourself to the community. <laughs> I, 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 really, I, I am sorry. I apologise to everybody. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. But just as a, as a point of admin, you know that that will be coming and and. Uh... Yeah, will. Why are we here? So Hugh, today we're here because it's legitimate likes. It's the one hundredth episode, and today we'll be discussing oh. the subject of Ireland. Ooh. So. Uh, I, as is tradition with the producer, I've I've written a little uh, a little intro to the topic. Okay. So. Obviously, as an Englishman, I have to err on the side of caution because we're talking, uh, we're talking about everyone's favourite English territory known in classical Latin as Hibernia. Now, that name was given thanks to a Roman general called Bernard. And whenever he'd pop over to Ireland for a Guinness, he'd say, Hi, Bernier. <laughs> uh, and that was just before 1916. Uh, and in 1916, a Welsh guy called Patrick, or in Irish, Patty, came to a post office and he got rid of all the snakes, brackets, mm-hmm. except Michael and Anya. Um, with the snakes gone, the Irish people spent their time making music and being improved by the English. They even managed to make a flag. Fair play to them. Uh, the colours of the Irish flag represent peace between Catholics and six-legged le- eusocial insects exercising their right to rebel. Brackets, uh, protest ants. Um, or it represents Irish people's three favourite things, shamrocks, potatoes and club orange. Uh, their spiritual leader is called Bono. They serve cockles and mussels in their petrol stations. And if you dwell amongst them long enough, like I have, they will start referring to you using the term of endearment, gobshite. So, <laughs> today we are going to decide, Ireland, is it Aaron Gabrilliant or is it more troubles than it's worth? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Will. Oh, Will. So, Will, a couple of notes on the intro, right at the top, yeah. just, for, just, just from an experienced producer, okay? Firstly, Great, yeah, yeah. the pun, the poor joke, really appreciated it. I liked poor it. Joke. That was good. Yeah, poor, the, the, whatever that joke was that you made that was not good. I loved it. I loved it. I really liked it. There wasn't it. any really of them in it. it. You must have been thinking of your own. Then the stuff about the snakes, the jo- snake jokes at Anya and my expense was a little personal and I would say a little beneath you as a producer. So just yeah, yeah. For, for next time, for episode 200, I just want you to know, okay? Great. Okay. Do you think I'll be asked back to produce again? Oh my yeah. god! Is this is this the arrangement for the next hundred? Like, is it like oh at, at half time you switch goals? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Yeah, maybe this is how it is from now on. I, or it's, 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 it's the end of the match. It's the end of the match and we're switching shirts, guys. Could be either way. There's a lot of stop stuff. Trying to make us to take stop our saying that. <laughs> Every time. So, lads, are you excited about doing an episode on Ireland? Yes. At I'm... half time, you switch girls. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> and yet, you know, it's one of those things that you say, Anya, that is not incorrect in any way, and yet yeah. makes you sound like you've never spoken to a human before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're, we're discussing Ireland. This is news okay. to you two. Oh, sorry, okay. you were saying okay. something, Anya. No, I'm just surprised at the. I I, I think that it, this shows great maturity in mm. choice. You could have mm. gone anywhere with this, and you've. Yeah. You expected Will to like say the topic today is poopy poopy pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I I don't think we discussed anything else really, Hugh. This was the. Yeah. There wasn't was any the other like, choice. Yeah, because we. Is there a sting in the tail here? No, no, this is... We, so what Hugh and I thought would be great to do would just be like a, do a good episode of the podcast rather yeah. than bring, you know, bring yeah. some sort of uh, argument to the table. But, you know, we've gone and we one also, way. We also thought it'd be nice to have something that everyone wants to talk about rather than just the producers bring on something that they want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> or indeed eat. Talking over the co-hosts whenever they yeah. try to actually do anything, you know. So we just thought Ireland would be a topic for that. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So... Lads, we've got we've got actually quite a long quiz with some special mm. guests in it today. I love it. Um, I love it. And Hugh Hugh is actually able to play. I think bar the first question, Hugh, you haven't seen these, right? No, I haven't. I haven't. You sort of know who's who's joining us, and I there'll be bonus points idea. for who who can guess who's speaking. Some of the people uh, say their names, so no points there. So I'm going to share my little media player. Are we ready for the quiz? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Right. This is so exciting. <laughs> okay, let me know if you can hear this. This is uh, the first question, which is from uh, a friend of the podcast. Well, hello there. This is a friend of the pod, Sean Burke, with a big juicy Irish tidbit coming your way. Um, as someone who is dating a French woman, a fact I will cram into literally any opportunity I'm given, um, I've been looking into the history of Ireland and France. And did you know that there was a failed French expedition to Ireland in 1796? The French prepared a force of around 15,000 men that were due to land in Ireland, uh, join up with the rebels and push those damn Brits back out of the country. So, why was the expedition unsuccessful? He has a lovely voice. Yeah, doesn't he? It was a glorious voice. I was settling in for this mini-series. Don't worry, it gets much worse. Our regular appearers on the podcast, absolutely hideous voices. So, why was the French expedition to Ireland unsuccessful? Is that it? Yeah. Because they... uh... Uh, there were some women at the docks and we uh, took a short break to uh, romance them are you you Sean Burke's girlfriend? you've used the word romance as a verb more than anyone I've ever met I just think it's so funny I think it's so funny it could be anything do you know what I mean It's, it's very you know uh, is it women? Is I think it might be women related or something. It might or, be or is... women I think you made that clear. Yeah. 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 Okay, what do you Ma- think, Michael? Are you on a team or are you against each other? Not it's collaborative. Team. We're working together. Why would a load of 
French people be late for something? Is that what we're trying to? It's really hard to answer that without without you know just veering into resorting to no. uh, crude having, stereotypes, <laughs> having sex yeah. or striking from work. Obviously, one of those. That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could be surrendering. Maybe I mean, did they? Maybe is it literally they were just that overcome with ennui? You know, just very loose. Some people uh, like being covered in them. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to push you for an answer, guys, because we I think nine. I think I think a storm a storm blew them off course. Right, it's Anya's so answer is more fun though, so we're taking that one. Okay, I think it was Stuart women. I think I think they got distracted by a load of girls. Okay, guys, here is Sean with the answer. Only for it to fail because of uh, the fleet being destroyed by a storm. And, uh, yeah, the only French people who actually made it to Ireland, made it there as prisoners of war. And I just think, you know, what could have been? I could be speaking French right now. That would have made these French lessons a lot easier. <laughs> oh well, quel dommage. Okay, unlucky guys. So zero out of one, but so next Michael, time, hopefully. Bang on. What? What? No, what? we took Onya's answer. Onya's answer Ever, was the team answer. Ever heard of teams, Michael? Yeah. Oh my god, okay. There's okay. No Michael in team. Fight your boring corner a bit harder. Yeah. But Michael was right, yeah. They, uh, the French Republic came to assist the Society of United Irishmen, um, but it was the stormiest winter of the 18th century. They were driven miles off course, didn't know what to do. Amphibious landings were impossible. Uh, and uh, they did successfully land in 1798 with 2,000 men, but it, it wasn't very good. It was uh, un petit bit buff. <laughs> okay, question number two. Over to Jeremy Kinsella. Oh, this is so fun. Yeah. Jeremy, come on in. Sit you down. There's obviously 32 counties in Ireland. There's 26 letters in the alphabet. There are four letters in the alphabet that appear in only one county's name. What I mean is, the Y in Kerry, for example, is also in Kilkenny. Or the O in Sligo <laughs> is also in Longford. But there are four counties that have one letter that doesn't feature in any other county. What? Name those counties. What? It's like okay. an Apre Match skit, isn't it? There used to be an Apre Match one where it was the three lads and it was like, there's five teams in England that have the same fourth letter as the same last letter. I feel that's where we are here. So crucially, crucially, yeah. if the letter was, let me pick one that it definitely isn't, again, N... Let's say Kilkenny mm. was the only county that had N. It wouldn't matter that it had two. That would still count. Correct. Point is that yes. N would only be in that one. So there are four it's confined. letters. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, only... Onya's not good at geography or letters. So Sometimes or I... Or conversation, apparently. You know, people are like, Onya's bright. Onya's bright. And then, and then it's like... I've never heard that. anyone say that. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm thinking of in school kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does all right. But I hear stuff like this and I... <laughs> really, really worried that there's something I, I don't I don't understand at all. This is like the whole choose two thing. Hugh, you you understood no. the question, right? Yeah, Anya. So let's say there was a county in Ireland. Let's say there was a thirty third county called oh. Zimbabwe, right? Right. That would be. I've been trying to claim it for years. That would be <laughs> the only county in Ireland that had a Z in it, right? Yeah. So there are four other letters, not Z that only appear in the name of one county. Okay. So, okay, can we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start guessing. I started at the start of the alphabet, pretty sure A isn't one of them, but is B one of them? Is B one of the letters, the B in Dublin? B is one of the letters in Dublin. B is one of the well letters. Well done, Michael. So what does and... that mean, Michael? What do we do with that? 
So you've got you've so, got one out of four. Aren't you've you? got one of them. You don't have to do anything else. But on his right, how many? What's how, the point? No, on his right, how many points is do we get for B? What's uh, B? I think you're getting coins. Yeah, three yeah, and a half. Yeah, or Scrabble. Three and a half points for B. Okay. Three and a half okay. points okay. for B. And what about? I'm gonna get, ride my luck here. What about the U in Dublin as well? Unlucky. There's a U in loud. Damn it. Uh, there, there's not a me in loud. There's, there's no one like me in loud. Okay. So D- Dublin, Dublin is now out of the Dublin and B are now out of the game, aren't you? Don't okay. think about Dublin and B. Okay. Well, there's a C in Cork. I mean, this could go on for a while. <laughs> okay. Is there a C in another county? Carlo. Okay, Carlo. D hey. for Dublin. K, K, K. Kilkenny, no, Kilkenny, Kilkenny oh. Kerry. And Kerry. Kerry was the example. And Wicklow. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, guess, though. Good guess. Do you want me to give you the letters? No, no. I no. mean, no. I, uh, want, I want to get at least, I want to get at what, least one. What other counties are there, Michael? Awfully. awfully. What's an awfully? F. <laughs> F. This is not F. the way to do Fermanagh. Longford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um... Uh, Michael, come on, name some more counties. What's in uh, Offaly? Oh, uh, <laughs> Not uh, much. I think it's more the letters. The letters are our route, the route to success here, on you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. E, so we're up to E. F. We know is is, is out off the table. G is G. off the table. Go- Galway, Go- Galway, Longford. Uh, H, really showing H, you're working. H, 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 Limerick. Limerick. Um, uh, uh, um, M. M. What about M? What about M? Mayo. Mayo. M. A great question. M. M. for Mayo. Limerick as well, Michael. Oh, and Fermanagh and Armagh <laughs> and Antrim. Oh, he said. He said twenty. Did he say twenty-six? Are we doing twenty? Is we twenty-six, 26 letters, letters? Thirty-two letters. We did not say twenty-six counties. Okay. Michael. Oh right. Okay. Oh. You're on dangerous ground. Oh okay. Well that's okay. T. Tyrone. Tipperary. Oh my god. Andrew's uh, the worst. Oh, v, 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 Kevin, Michael. Kevin. V, that's a good one. That's a good one. Onya, oh. like a stopped clock. You were right once. <laughs> Amazing. Kevin, yeah, Kevin is we got two letters. We're halfway through this question. We've got two oh letters. God. This is going to be a three part episode. Uh, um, um, a, B, C, D, E, F, G. N, what about N? N, Longford. N is in Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's and true. And Longford and Dublin and Kilkenny and Fermanagh <laughs> and Tyrone. P! P! <laughs> Seriously. P? Okay, is it right? What's, what's P? Tipperary. 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 Well done. It, it was a long P- way, oh, but you got there. Q, well done. Q, Q is in Quavin. Quoblin. Quoblin. No, Ornia, you've actually hit upon uh, one of the two letters that never appear. Or one of the few Q. letters. That Interesting. Okay. Uh, and oh, uh, last one, last one. Uh, R, S. R, what R, about R, S? R? What about S? S. No, S. No, it's not S. I I don't know why because I don't Sligo. know about Sligo. any other places. Sligo. But what else is it in? T- Sligo. Or something else. Westmead. Westmead. Oh, it's tricky. S. S. Uh, we're ready. Tipperary. Antrim. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you? What? No, we've got you. What about you? No, we said that already. No. Yeah. Uh, v, we've got B, uh, W is in everything. Um, 
X, Y, Z. Why Carrie? Why Carrie Tyrone? Okay, I can't find it. We've been through all the letters. You got. Yeah, I mean, you have been through all the letters, so you have said the right. Letter. You have said it, but you've just, just been listing them, so I haven't given you the one that you just have went said. Past it, yeah. You okay. just went past it. So I think you were five. I think we're gonna have to fly Four. the flag here on you. Three. We didn't what? go past Two. it very long ago. No, it was the last. Oh, like, Chipperi, Carrie, Carrie. No, Why? Stop <laughs> what are you saying, Anya? <laughs> this, this, this isn't within my core competency. It begins with the w. last letter you said. Begins with the W. It begins with the W. Wicklow. It ends with Exford. Oh, X! X! So, there you go. Wexford, oh. Dublin, Cavan and Tipperary. That is a, that's a hell of a question. You will not find a J or a Q anywhere. So thanks very much to Jeremy Quinn Sailor for that. Thank you, Jess. That was a tough one. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Who have we got next? It's Alan Grace. Oh! And this, this might be a, a phenomenon to uh, Will or some of your non-Irish listeners but if a famous celebrity is in a local pub in Ireland or a restaurant you know a Helmsworth a Feral a Seabag Montefiore everyone there will what will everyone in that pub do? ignore ignore them ignore them ignore them ignore them ignore them them. you're spot on guys you're spot on so that's what Alan Grace said I had no idea about this clearly it's a commonly known thing so let's hear Alan Grace explain it everyone there will go to these ostentatious lengths to show that they're leaving them alone uh, we leave them alone <laughs> so much to the point that every time this happens it is actually reported on by national newspapers and uh, splashed across websites with pictures of the celebrity being left alone uh, by that classic traditional way of leaving someone alone surreptitiously taking photos of them on your phone from behind a pint glass <laughs> and also after you've had a few drinks literally walking up to them and taking selfies with that celebrity uh, to show how they are being left alone <laughs> <laughs> That's Alan Grace on leaving celebrities alone. This, I think, refers to uh, Jay Z and Beyonce in the Phoenix Park. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah, and there was a lot of long, long distance shots of them, like just lounging under a tree and everyone pretending not to, not to notice. Uh, yeah, it's a real point of pride, you know. I would encourage everybody. The the end of the episode, um, we're going to chuck all of the full clips of all the people who sent in messages because they're all long and they're all brilliant. So, little bonus, you can hear everything that Alan Grace had to say. And let, I'll be honest, guys, he threw some shade. Um, <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, so, the next question is from Connor McReynolds. Oh. Speaking oh. of lovely voices. Here we go. Hello, I'm Irishman Connor McReynolds, and I was born in Dublin but reared on the north coast of Ireland, near to the Giant's Causeway. Scientists posit that the causeway was formed by an ancient underwater volcanic eruption. But this rather fantastical notion has long been disputed by the Irish people, who know that the causeway was in fact formed by Irish giant Finn McCool during his famous battle with infamous Scottish giant and all-round knobhead Ben and Donner. <laughs> I loved stories about Finn McCool growing up. His battle with Ben and Donner, the knobhead, is legendary, but for me, the greatest story of Finn is how he came to possess his magic thumb. So the question is, how did Finn get his magic thumb? Uh, because he was eating the salmon of knowledge and he burnt his thumb. thumb Michael, isn't something like that? His magic thumb. It, he burnt his thumb on the. He burnt it, his thumb on the salmon of knowledge. That is. It is. That is it. Yeah, isn't he it? was cooking the salmon of knowledge. It's yeah. absolutely bang on. Yeah. And if you want to hear that full story told at the end of the episode, go and listen to it because uh, Connor tells it brilliantly and hilariously. And a lovely, um, lovely voice. Oh, a lovely voice. We're going to get him on. Mm. So 
Uh, Hugh, you'll be excited about this, you little sleepy boy. Um, this this involves you in this question. So, what kind of whale did David Kenny and Hugh see off the coast of Kerry? Oh, that's the question. That is the what question. What kind yeah. of whale? What kind of whale? A sperm whale. Sperm well. whale. Sperm whale. Lo- we're locking it in. No, 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 no. Or was it a minky whale? Yeah, you were going on your way to this, other your way back from the Skelligs. Uh, a blue whale. For the full story, wait to the end of the episode. A blue whale on the coast of Ireland, Anya. <laughs> they do. The biggest do. animal. No, no, you don't. No, you don't, Anya. You don't. <laughs> don't try and tell me you do because you they, don't. They do. They, they do. Okay, there. No. What other whales are there, Michael? Sperm a a mink. Was it a mink whale? They are no, called they minkies, not... Michael. You should have trusted your first one. There are should, minkies should... off the coast of Kerry. That's, That's too true. boring. That's too boring. Right. Let's. No. Uh... I, I don't think it could be too boring. I think the answer is going to disappoint everybody. <laughs> a whale. A whale. Uh, I'm, I'll lock in sperm on you. We're going for sperm. Lock in sperm. <laughs> See that on yeah. no context legitimate like soon. <laughs> um... Okay, lock in. Uh, lock here we in go. Those. Let's hear what David Kenny has to say. And we have is that bleak... a lake in Ireland. Lock we... in sperm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but What's but then sparring? the English What's... came round, and now it's known as jizz pond. <laughs> What's a sparren, uh, Hugh? A sparren? Yeah, it's a piece of that... clothing that Scottish people wear. Okay, so not ours. <laughs> Different Celts. Okay, uh, here we go. Over to David Kenny, who has bleeped the name of the the boat the boat pilot captain guy uh, for I guess for privacy. It's Mikey Joe, and we turned to who was driving the boat and we said what kind of a whale was that and kind of looks out philosophically uh, into the distance and says it was just a regular sort of a whale (laughs) (laughs) isn't that great it could have been a blue whale. It's just, I... yeah, it could, it could have been. Great to spend time with people who are so close to nature, isn't it? <laughs> That's lo- so lovely. Sailing the seas great. for seventy years. Uh, so the fi- <laughs> final question was sent to us by uh, Sean Flanagan, Hog of Foil Arms and Hog. Um, he did send us a different thing, which we'll maybe hear about later. But um, he then, at the end of the uh, he, at the end of his recording, got distracted by some bongo drums. Uh, so I'm going to play Sean in and then I'll ask you a question. The life of a celebrity, eh? I'm Hog from Four Lambs Hog and I'm backstage here at the Cork Opera House. In backstage, I, f- I found a pair of bongos, right? And I want you, uh, and, and this sounds like the little bit, in the little music motif, the little sound effect motif that keeps coming back. So what film is this motif from? L- let me see if you agree, right? In <laughs> Hey? Huh? Hey? Is it an Irish motif, Michael, or is it just... No, this is nothing to do with Ireland. This just tickled me that Sean had sent that on the end of the voice note after talking And Will, do, do you agree that it sounds like that? Oh, is yeah, I've got an example of it to play alongside I don't it know the answer, it. but I, I do have a guess, all right, yeah. Go on. Give no, him a guess, no. Hugh. You guys do it, well, come we on. All, we always do this, just sometimes it gets thrown to me. Yeah, but normally after I've made at least some effort, I don't know. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jaws. He, he's so, so angry. Down, down. Okay, Michael, sing it. Jaws! Jaws! Only the most famous theme tune in history. And you're like, the most Jaws. terrifying thing. We realized that actually if you didn't show the shark, but you played the bongos, it was much scarier. Jumanji! Oh, it's not a bad guess. It's not a bad, yeah. guess. Not a bad guess. Not a bad Michael, guess. Michael, what do you think? 
I'm thinking. I'm think. Uh, it, it's definitely ringing some bells. Like, uh, oh, not, not, not. <laughs> no, oh no, I've created a monster. Um, oh my god, what is that? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Actually, if you could keep doing that, that would really help on it. Okay. Oh. I like how you softened it that time before it was. Ah. Gonna have to push you for an answer, Michael. I don't know, Michael, so it's over to you. Hugh, do you I want to make know, a guess? Well, well, maybe this is just because I've just been editing the Gladiator episode, but is it, does it, is it like music from Gladiator? No. Yeah, it's kind of... Oh. No, Anya, I didn't think the bongos sounded like her singing... Oh. <laughs> Thanks, though. Very supportive. Give us a genre or an actor, Will. Well, what I'll do is I'll play, I'll play the actual one from the film. Okay. Okay. I mean, he's not wrong. It does he's sound similar, wrong. doesn't it? I mean, it, so- it sounds like, oh, like, uh, Live Is and Let that- Die? Oh, like- I thought it was that Kevin Costner film. I mean, a water, right. water An actor, world? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Actor. Terminator. Oh, is it Predator? It's Predator. It's Predator. It is Predator, and he's dead right. That is a right. huge that's- call. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's it next to... <laughs> <laughs> Can we put them together? No, I've just I've layered them on top of each other. Here. The next one. Huh? Hey. Oh god, that's quite menacing, isn't it? It is. It's it's very sort of heart of darkness style stuff. You know, good. It feels quite yeah, builds attention. What's heart of darkness? Apocalypse uh, now. Is, oh no. Yeah. Is that the, yeah. the, the documentary about it? It's the book on which it was okay. there sort is a of based. Documentary called Hearts of there Darkness or something darkness, like that. Yeah. yeah. We've made a hundred of these Keep going till we've got no more ideas We still struggle with that three-question quiz Producers, but they don't have any votes So instead they try to frustrate the host May be likes, but are they legitimate likes? We started off with three guys But Anya became more than a guest Michael kept walking in as she tried to get dressed Will, Anya, Michael and Hugh It's our show 100 episodes through Last count of accents and impressions we do talk to you through our headphones and mics every week cause it's legitimate life I'm five foot seven average height it's perfectly fine Kanye West Clooney Hepburn and Tom Cruise Oasis 
or a blur that was a tough one to choose we fill airtime with Michael's dumb cryptic clues we don't know how people check in arriving at a hotel but all I know is that they must ring a bell we've had some great guests on too not Sure why they sit through our interviews And taste tests so you can hear us all chew Chocolate bars or one of Kenny's toasties And realize roller coasters sound like cheese For our live show, I made a cake Lottie's disgust made my heart break You've heard so much more than you needed to know Bible's in grown We'll on your Michael and Hugh We felt bad laughing at astronauts who crashed Jet skis made past a simple for you Set surfs up cause Michael thought it was cool Dived right in to catch a poo in a pool Made up so many characters too We've hit the century How many more can there be? Well, we will just have to see Halloween play with Count Harry Played by Seabag Montefiore Childish puns and double entendre A rock shape quite like James Bond scum Dwayne Johnson and Joey Chestnut Two are real but one I made up Michael's crazy on your skittish I'm quite cranky, Will is British Alright, I've um, So that's the end of the quiz guys Okay, we interrupt this podcast to bring you A cryptic crossword clue No way! <laughs> no way! <laughs> okay so our first cryptic crossword clue is Sounds sore, says Ramsey. No, unfinished lady planet. <laughs> Sounds Sounds sore and what what is is this in relation to Ireland, Hugh? It's related to Ireland. Sounds, Sounds sore, sore says Ramsey. Ow, no. ow, raw. Uh uh raw. Oh, R- Anya's oh, flying this. Oh, oh. Tell us, tell the rest of us. T- oh, so, sounds okay. raw, says Ramsey. No, unfinished lady planet. Sounds raw. Sounds sore. Sounds sore, says Ramsey. Okay, so raw. How raw is that at the start of it? Yeah. So, You're halfway there. Ra- raw, says Aaron Auron Naveen is correct. Sound oh, sore. Ow, says Ramsey Raw. No, nah, unfinished lady planet. Veen. <laughs> that, was, that was very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs>
Wow. Oh my god. Hugh, did that come from your your that's this is a creation of yours. Yeah, yeah. I was lying Hugh, in bed at two AM in Sheffield and I thought of that. That's impressive, Hugh. That is impressive. <laughs> and and it, it just sometimes shows me how similar you and Michael really are. It's true. It's true. Our brains work in exactly the same way. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. So one of these quotes is from Michael. Two of them are not from Michael. So the three quotes are I do have a certain AI like a certain chatbot like quality. Number two is there's nothing indecisive about blowing up a planet. And the only preventative measure one can take is to live irregularly. Oh, the third one is very Oscar Wilde, isn't it? <laughs> well, not quite. I'm pretty sure the first one is Anya. That was me. There's that was Anya. Very you're not good. Wrong. You're not very wrong. Good. Anya, are you afraid of being rendered obsolete by the rise of chat GPT and, and, and similar AI? How functions? do you know that this has not already happened? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's a worry. It's so, a worry. I like that in your mind, Anya, the greatest like AI in the world wouldn't manage to replicate your voice. <laughs> like, we've had deep fake technology come on to imitate Robert De Niro, but my voice will be in the bridge too far. Yeah. The, the rise but of the like, so, some people are worried about their jobs being replaced by, by AI. You're worried about your entire persona being replaced by it? Is that is that kind of what, what the issue is? I have been uploaded to the cloud. <laughs> So there's nothing indecisive about blowing up a planet or the only preventative measure one can take is to live irregularly. Uh, which, one, I mean, which one was you, Michael? How do you not know? How can you not know? I've said a lot of things. <laughs> you know... Uh, the, the planet is very you, I think. Yeah, but so is the irregularly. I think um, that might be Will or Hugh. Or that might be like... Yeah, okay, I think you're right. The planet... It's probably Hitler. It's probably... Or something that'll be the other. Onya, you've absolutely you've cut to the core of me. Okay. That was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Michael said, "There's nothing indecisive about blowing but up a planet." Michael in did Star say, Wars it episode sounds four. a lot like me. <laughs> <laughs> it was an unfair trap to throw you in, but you were in it. But look, you 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 got out of that. You got out of that. So that's that's a callback to our very first episode. Then, well, is it? No, that's the Star Wars episode episode four. Sorry, as in episode four of our of, of us. Yeah, yeah. Episodes one through nine yes. of the yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pre me, of course. Uh, yeah. the Halcyon days, Hugh. Uh, we got to talk about Ireland, I guess. We should probably talk about Ireland. Yeah, I mean it's great. Anya, tell us more about the time when you weren't on the podcast. <laughs> um... How did you feel? Sort of because you're, of course you you came on twice as a guest and then I remember for the weddings episode which Michael then left and the um, Beatles episode but I do remember I then called you when we realised Michael was going to have to go on paternity leave for a few months and I said would you be interested in producing and you said yes absolutely thank God I'd much prefer that to going back on as a guest again yeah yeah you didn't like the guest appearances. Um, I mean, seeing this episode, I can understand why. But uh, I, 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 I like. I, 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 <laughs> wow, I, I don't think an AI could take over you because of this. Like, they couldn't fake the glitching as well. Yeah, no, you like no. Hitler live and speak irregularly. Irregularly, so. yeah. She's still trying to find the letter that's not in all the counties or whatever. That's what that was. <laughs> settled into into our roles and i think um mm. 
You know, I mean, can you imagine Settled a world in which it was, it was, you know, Will and Michael were the producers or Hugh and Michael were the producers. I mean, imagine that chaos. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, Ireland, pros and cons. Yeah. What do you think? You know what? If I could be from any country, this would be one of the top five, I'd say. What, what, are, the other, what are the other five? Um, so, Michael, I I'd think... like you to list the other five, and then I'd like you to introduce your persona from each country. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I would say, uh, well, Switzerland would be a very cool country that to be from. That is insane. So the Swiss, Nazi the Swiss are, banker. The, like, no, the Swiss are awesome. God. They're awesome. It's a great country. They're, Michael, they're, Swiss... They're so the rude. Swiss. The Swiss. I mean, even if I wasn't to go that far, I don't know that they're renowned for their easy charms. Well, they, they are. Well, they are. They are within okay, their the, own borders. And you what know? would your name be? Low tax rates. Uh, I would be Guns. Uh, uh, Gustav. Conscription. And uh, okay, by Gustav, day, tell us why Switzerland is good. Incredible, no, uh, Michael. You're scenery. Gustav. Oh, um, uh, so, so I've undermined your annoyance by saying, Michael, no, you're Gustav. Oh no. You can pick one of, which, which of the four languages am I speaking in? Am I. Yeah, uh, you, you get to choose that, Michael. I'll be nice to you choose, and you can choose yeah. which of the four languages. He's trying to show off that he knows that Romance is a language. That's what that is. I'm putting you off <laughs> before you can do it. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Gustav, yeah, I very much enjoy the natural scenery and the amenities and the high standards of living. Also, and I like that all the roads turn into runways in the event of war. <laughs> it is very important in the war to have the front face, even okay. if, especially if you're not fighting the war. <laughs> Just minding the money. Um, okay, and what's your second? Switzerland is very so, you, Michael. In fairness, Gibraltar, Monaco, where Cayman else? Islands. Jersey. <laughs> um, Michael, where else would you like to be from? Uh, I, I, I can th- guess Canada, Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there is. That's that's. God, yeah. I mean, I've always thought Jamaica as well would be cool. Oh, gosh. Okay, go for but that I'm not doing. I'm not doing. No, I'm not doing the accent. I'm <laughs> not doing it. Do I, I, I feel like it wouldn't. I feel like it wouldn't go down well. You know. But no, I think Jamaica. You know, you you meet someone from Jamaica. That's that's fun, right? You know, it's a fun Where country to be. Do you from. know from Jamaica? Uh, I've only met one person from Jamaica. Right. He was great. Yeah. And he's yeah. here tonight. He was just great. Yeah. Only, would you like to be from any other country? I could see myself as a chirpy Canadian. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Give us. Oh yeah, I could be. Um, it, I'm a mounted soldier. No, that's not <laughs> a ma- ma- mounties. Uh, I, I, that doesn't I... stand for mountain. <laughs> Mountie is short for mounted. That's what I said. You said mountain. I said, you said I a said mountain mounted. soldier. I said a mountain soldier. Is it mountain okay. or? <laughs> I uh, no. I although this has got a bit Swedish chef. <laughs> no, I just like to be like a chirpy sort of you know just easygoing Potter from Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, great. But but like we can all agree, Ireland's a great country to be from. When you go, when you. When you go anywhere else in the world, it opens doors for you, right? That's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Particularly if you're as wealthy as you are, Michael, as well. I mean, that helps. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we can agree. First pro, great place to be from. Uh... It it looks great. Looks great. Looks great when the sun sun shines. Can Can I give you a con? Yeah. Dublin is terrible. (laughs) 
Yeah. I well, yeah. Why is yeah. Dublin terrible, Anya? Because Anya lives in Kildare. Yeah. Um. I I think Dublin has a lot of no. Like, let's face it, it's not one of the beautiful city capitals, and what we have going for us is our charm. But it's not. I just don't think it's that charming. Mm. Have you ever lived anywhere else? No, no. So I You're suppose Dublin born, bread, butter. There you. <laughs> You can tell, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, just Hill 16 every Sunday, is it? I am, yeah, that's where I am, yeah, up there, watching the sport that they have play. You ever, have, you ever, have you ever been to... Yeah, up to there, a, in, in that venue, yeah, yeah. I have, have yeah. yeah. Yeah, in there for the games. Not committing an atrocity or anything on the pitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Have um, you ever, have you ever though, Michael, have you ever gone to a match like, by your own choice or have you always been brought by someone else who's given you a ticket and that goes to any match of any sport <laughs> yeah that's always the case yeah yeah 100% yeah, yeah of the time yeah yeah but see yeah, Michael I think it's funny because I think I think if Michael if you were Michael the New Yorker you'd be like I've got tickets to the Nets I think you'd yeah. love that <laughs> yeah 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 probably it's, that's it's, true it's just, it's just funny like you could be doing a lot you could be you could be down watching Bose any day of the week yeah and yet here I am yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are doing a podcast instead. Yeah, Ireland is. You're right, Arnie. It's beautiful. I would say of 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 you know of the ten most beautiful things I've seen in the world, I would say five of them are in Ireland. It's a lovely lovely place don't, to be. Don't tell your wife that, Michael. <laughs> you know, um, and you can see why people fall over themselves to get here. You know, especially Americans. Yeah. See, I think people like it because there's kind of a mystic homecoming element for a lot of people to go back to Ireland yeah that's all false though right you know we, we like sorry that's one thing that, that that's a con which is that when we sell ourselves to the world to the world we sell this very twee image of Ireland that you know is 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 very much at odds with the country that it is now you know? could you and Anya improvise a um, a twee sort of image visit Ireland ad for us certainly I've uh, an incredibly diverse range, Will. This Great. would be no bother at all. Give it a yeah. go. <clears throat> Michael? Come to Ireland, the land of your forefathers. <laughs> Why does that sound like a threat, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Perfect improv there. Immediately blocking. Immediately going meta. Michael starts the thing. Only just makes fun of it. That's the end of the ad. What a terrible advert. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like a short YouTube clip. You know, it's just before it's a YouTube. A, it's, a, it's a vine. It's a sting. It's a vine. <laughs> it's a vine. Michael, I thought that was a great start. I was excited to see where it went until you got absolutely roasted by your improv partner. But where were you I'm from, not... Michael? I couldn't get the accent. Like, have you was... someone from, like, Dundee who'd had a stroke or something? But Michael, what did you say? Did you just say, come to Ireland? Yeah. The land, the of, land your of your forefathers. Yeah, Michael's I did. Michael's yeah. not the villain here, guys. Yeah, I nailed it. Yeah, I could have sold anything with that voice, you know. Go on, Anya, you it, you start your visit Ireland. Ad. I cor- I kind of used a uh, a board beer ad for our overseas listeners. That is, uh, that's the Irish food board, I guess, and and that's they they content. But, but they really, but no, but they do. There's like constantly some kind of push on for some type of meat or produce that on a nationwide oh, basis. Yeah, yeah. And I love these it. These flowery, yeah, yeah. pipers. Yeah, lamb. It's a meat. It's delicious. You know, stuff like that. It's amazing. Or, or like, don't forget about pork. Michael, that's a West Country accent. I'm from Bristol. Don't forget about pork. But it is. But I'm always. I, I'm always. <laughs> 
Well, we have another cryptic crossword clue. <laughs> okay. This one is soldiers' relatives bring about cheesy byproduct. <laughs> A soldiers, so soldiers, relatives. soldiers' relatives bring about cheesy byproducts. He's taking notes. Bring about cheesy byproduct. Well, a cheesy byproduct is buttermilk. I've got it. Way. It's way. It's way. Is it curds? Is it? It's curds. Way. I'm gonna text it to Hugh. Pro- curds. Cur- it's way. It's way. I think way is the byproduct. Say what? Say way again. <laughs> <I'm pretty laughs> My Um Soldiers' relatives. Is it something like? Ant, some, something ant. Soldiers' uh, relatives. What's another word for Real a soldier? We all got it within about seven seconds, despite not even living here. So. Oh, so something Irish, like the soldiers. Onya, thing. the epis. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the. Oh, ah, so it's something Irish. Wow, what a surprise! Thought it'd be Swiss. What's a soldier in Irish, Michael? Michael doesn't know. Uh, uh, it's a side door, but it's this. not that. Side it's a side door. door. It's not yeah. side door. That's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the West Country, a pint of cider. If, um, uh, yeah. Uh, soldier's relative, general, le- left- lieutenant, lieutenant. So you're saying that your answer so far, without the middle part, is Lieutenant Buttermilk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> lieutenant Buttermilk reporting for duty. <laughs> He's the board B a mascot. I'm the Tenant Buttermilk. Don't forget about scones this summer. Um, okay. Uh, soldier's relative. So Michael's so- got the cheesy byproduct. Wait. Okay. So- He's wait. also got the answer. <laughs> soldier's. Michael, do you know the answer? No, I don't. No, I don't. Um, I, uh, we're fixated on. So- so- soldier's relative. Is Ant the right one, Hugh? It is actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the okay. Soldiers' relatives. So, General Ant. Ant. General Antway. Soldier. And General Antway is going to be monitoring the decommissioning of the weapons in the peace process. I thought that was it, one of the roads into Dublin, the General is it, Antway. <laughs> is it? Is it a rank queue? Is it some rank of soldier? Corporal is it, Ant. And, Corporal and fighter, fighter, and do you mean the whole thing? Yeah, no, uh, you got to fi- think a little more American for your soldier. Private, private ant, GI, GI ant, giant, giant. <laughs> well done. That's it, giant, giant's causeway. Causeway. Soldiers' <laughs> relatives bring about cheesy product, GI ant's causeway. <laughs> it is good. Oh, I feel so that's amazing. Butter about that. <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, well Hugh, done. That's very nice. Oh, what a very, treat. Very nice. What a treat. Michael, you're very you're very much coming out swinging for Ireland. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Are you going to take a stand against? Well, do you, do you think that we have a bit of Irish exceptionalism that we just think we're great and we're No. Right, I think we have almost the opposite. I think we have almost can't catch. That our that our Irish asses can't. Yes, cash. I do. I do yeah. think Irish people think we're great because we're Irish, and we're not that great. We're like, sorry, think of all the people that you know, right? They're not all great crack. There's lots of absolute. You see, the thing is, what I would say is, we we talk ourselves down and we do self-deprecate, but at the same time, we do think we're great because we're Irish, and we do look down on all other countries. We say. I think we think that the that the people are great, but that the country is crap. 
That's kind oh. of the way we set oh. ourselves up, isn't that it? Oh, I think the cunt... Well, I just think we're not inherently... Look, There's nothing inher- like, you guys inher- are talking here as though like like you are the average Irish people, right? So yeah. actually, I want to ask you uh, just to see how in touch you are with Irish people. I want to ask you a few questions here. I've got a few statistics. It's going to be how much is a pint of milk? Like, so how like much is a litre of milk on you? <laughs> a litre of milk is one 160. No, it, no if, you're, if you're going with a brand milk on you, it is. It's about 90 cent, Hugh. Can I play this as well? Okay, you can, yeah. Uh, one, 105. So the closest to the correct answer is Will, the Englishman. Anya is clearly buying uh, the fancy milk and <laughs> Michael's wife is clearly telling him that he <laughs> buys cheaper milk. It's one euro and 18 cent. What about, because obviously everyone talks about them in this way, what about how much would it cost you to buy a kilo of apples? <laughs> a kilo of apples? It's very much in your wheelhouse. Uh, here, isn't it? Yeah, uh, three three euro fifty. Like, now, would these be pink ladies? Two seventy five. I think a kilo of apples, four quid. Oh, yeah. You are not doing yourself any good. This is like when Bill Gates said it was $27 for a loaf of bread. €2.30, right? I was going to ask you what the average weekly income is, but then I realised it's more than I earn per week. So I was like, oh, that's a bit depressing. What is it? Apparently €900.26. Gross. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's more than I earn. Ah, yeah. I mean, does that mean? Well, yeah. I mean, anyway. you know. There you go. I, I, do you know what? I, I just, I love. You That's know, the average. Feel, a year. Makes, I just did the maths. It makes me feel like a like a, a stockbroker on the on the trading floor saying gross or, or net. You know, like I, I know what I'm really talking about here. So. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Michael. Here, okay, we're on to ones that you'll actually get, Michael. Okay, so yeah, um, one pair of men leather business shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 115 euro. 85 euro. Will, you are on it. It is 88 euro. (laughs) What about two to me, one to Michael, zero to Onya. One pair of jeans, Levi's 501 or similar. Ooh. Ooh, I'd say a pair of jeans is 90 euro, I would say. Levi's, yeah, probably for something like that. Yeah. yeah, 7646. Onya gets that one. Point. summer dress in a chain store. Zara, H&M, etc. 60. 70. Yeah, summer. I think summer lower. Dress. It's like 40. It's, it's going to be 40. Summer it's, dress for 35 euros, it, 16 cents. It's a wispy. Yeah, there you go. 40, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So you're saying I could get a pair of jeans, a business <laughs> business shoes, and a summer dress, and I could be kitted out yeah, for less I, than 200 get, euro. And then get the apples and the milk on the way to the pie. Michael, this reminds <laughs> me that you did once put on my business outfit. <laughs> did I? Michael and I were what once do you mean party. by your business outfit, Anya? So I, 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 I went to Michael's house after work. Now, was I alone? Was I with other people? That's for us to know. And, you know. <laughs> no, it was a group dinner. My husband was there. Michael's wife was there. And some others. And there was a bowl, I, some keys. I, I, don't worry I, I, about it. I was wearing like my work outfit, which was a pair of heels and a black dress. And at some point during the even, evening, yeah. it occurred yeah. to us at yeah. the other dinner... Michael should put on my clothes. So Michael minced around the sitting room in a pair of nude heels and a and a knee-length black dress, and he posed in some, I would say, 
quite flirtatious poses with other people. He was very coquettish, all right. He yeah. was very coquettish. We've got to dig those photos out. Yeah. Oh my word! Oh my word! Yeah, and how did you feel as a as a businesswoman? I felt empowered. I felt empowered. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I wore that dress ever after that. Oh, yeah. It's just it's just in a, in a like box it's, in her it's, bedroom. It's like when they retire at a, a jersey after a great a great player has retired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Part of reminiscing about our hundred show uh, run. Um, I dug out my original notebook when we started the podcast and in it I found a diagram of some so I've got loads of notes here about the composition of the theme tune the list of episodes I see Can that you read out some of this stuff well I see that for example the original list of episodes we had on it about 40 different episodes here and Ireland was on it we never got to it a lot of these things we never got to so you know I feel like we got another 100 episodes in us easy easy what were your notes about the composition of the theme tune which listeners michael wrote himself which will and i didn't know until we were about 82 episodes yeah in. that is pretty impressive it's a very I good did, i only realized this very recently mm. it is very good yeah michael can you oh, oh michael michael sing the theme tune for yeah come on <laughs> you can do it on the bongo what, what is it it's basically i mean it's quite a dirge it's like uh, 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 uh. That's Mike, it. Like, Michael, your face. Uh, that's it. It's like a cartoon but, witch. But the, the reason I have it written out is that I originally, the original version of the theme tune that never that was never aired was played on the ukulele. Um, so by, by you. By me, yeah. And so what was it? It was the same, <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. Can I? Can anyone sing it? Hugh, you can carry a tune. Give us a give us a blast of it there. I don't know what, I, what was it like. I don't know. God, I must listen to it. I must listen to it six times a week, and I don't know what no, it is. No, no, it's it's. This is vintage Anya going into something so confidently so and then oh. bottling it. No. Okay, Will you? I I can't do it. I I can't replicate the sound. I just know at the end it goes. Yeah. Well done. Dun, tch, tch, dun. Anya sounds like she's trying to learn a tonal language. Isn't like, like... Something like that. While we're on it, guys, do we have any other... What, what are our favourite episodes from the last one? What the one? fuck get... are you doing? Michael, the episode is <laughs> about true. Ireland, and it's you're true. not okay. the producer. So, guys, um, do you have any favourite episodes of the back catalogue of 100 episodes of Legitimate Likes? I loved, if I can say myself, the Valentine's episode where we met our good friend. Duncan Ballantyne. That, that one sticks <laughs> out. Is he one of our me. guests for the... Can he tell us something about Ireland on the 100th episode? I was going to say, may he rest in peace. Uh, Maybe No, he's, he's actually here he's tonight and he's going to talk to us about his favourite things about Ireland. <laughs> well, he's never been. It doesn't matter. Most Americans oh have never God. been. Okay, so ju- the, the, the general like basic concept of improv is when <laughs> someone gives you an offer, you say yes and. <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> okay. But I haven't been given an offer. I've been given an uh, uh, an order. Okay. Okay, yes, if that's the way we if that's the way we view the power dynamic of this <laughs> equal relationship. Yes, fine. It's an order. 
Duncan Valentine has checked in His at the Shadowburn. Valentine, burn. Michael. Oh, right, okay. Whatever, that guy has checked in at the Shelburne. He's flicked on his TV and there's some bored beer ads showing him some lovely Irish produce. Don't forget about pork! <laughs> I'd never forget about pork! Oh, maybe he's Jewish, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what? No one was thinking that! <laughs> oh, my God. Don't, don't, don't forget about pork! I love pork! Porker? I hardly knew her! <laughs> oh, Lord. my word. Right, well, my word. Yeah. Onya, your, I mean, your accents, a lot of people would say that your accents are their favourite part of the 100 episodes, I think. That's fair to say. Yeah, I think that is fair to say. So, Ireland. <laughs> no! Michael! Stop producing! Oh, yeah, that's true. Old habits die hard. Yeah, no, um, are there any things that you find embarrassing about being Irish? Or, or people you find embarrassing? Yeah. About being any Irish? Any famous Irish people you're embarrassed by? Well, as that sign in Temple Bar says, Bono is a pox. <laughs> <laughs> Michael loves Bono, though. Michael thinks Bono doesn't get enough credit. I think he's great. Oh, yes, that's true. What do you love about Bono, Michael? I think it's great. I think I think we're uh, we're a great country for tearing people down, and Bono's great. That's what I think. Yeah, poor Bono. That's, not, that's two separate points, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess so. <laughs> well, they didn't in any way articulate the linkage between them. <laughs> but um, Michael, do you? Um, why do you think it is that you know that you always know an Irish person abroad? Like you, you could do. be sitting in, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a in a piazza, <laughs> and there's someone across there, and we just have something... what is fondly known. <laughs> Anya's been cut off, but she's gonna say she's gonna say the, a big Irish head. We do. There's something about our heads that makes, is distinctly Irish. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, I, no, I think she's cut off again. There must be something that's not allowing I'm her sorry. to say big Irish head. A big Irish head has been cut off. Big Irish head. <laughs> big Irish head. Do you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can. Yeah. <laughs> You're just saying big Irish head. One, two, two. Big Irish head. Check, yeah. check. Big Irish head. Big just Irish. Just get it head. clean. But. Uh, but Hugh and Michael, I don't think I'm betraying any confidence here that you two have quite a lot of difficulty getting hats to fit your heads. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Hey, it's true. Make it's true. that all three of us, baby. Yeah. Oh, same here. Maybe maybe we're not the problem. 60 centimeters yeah. all the way around. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry. Are we going to... Will we measure our heads? Time Who's got the biggest for the head? measure the head episode. Everyone grab I've your only got a, I've only got quite a rigid ruler here, so I'll have to go very slowly. Okay, Hugh's going to measure it centimetre by centimetre. Anya's going to um, shrug. I don't I don't have a... Do you have a hat with a size chart in it? A hat with a size chart? So where, well, where, where am I going? Am I going circumference or am I, go, or am yeah, I going... Yeah, 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 around, around the temple, I think. Around where your, your <laughs> hat line would be. Oh, I'm just a little okay. over 60, Will. So I'm, well, I'm I mean, you're than, not measuring... I'm more than two rulers. Whoa. More than, I've been, what are you? Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm 62. Hey. Oh. Which well, is... you know what's great? You can all share like the the one. Like half. your dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a big. One dress to dress us all. One dress to bind us. Um. And the leather shoes and where well, one woman summer dress <laughs> and that was the last thing. One pair of Levi's and a kilo of apples. The bell of the ball. A kilo of apples. The bell of the ball. Do you know what happened to me the other day, guys? Right. Fully stocked freezer, right? Oh no, the three hottest words in the English language. 
Well, here's the next three. Avoca nut roast. Gone in, right? Okay. That's 13 euro, right? Yeah, right there. All, she all knows that good. price. There's a batch a batch cooked uh, chickpea curry is in there. Okay. Right? And then I realized the fridge, fr- the fridge, the fridge door, or the freezer door hasn't actually been sealing and everything is, everything is spoiled. So what did I do? Had to air fry like 24 corn chicken nuggets, just a kind of a, a having snack. Uh, and then I had two full boxes of, uh, you know, those wild blueberries. So they were, it was breakfast, lunch and dinner, as Colin Farrell would say in that awful, awful tape. The less, less, less said about that, the better. That's speaking of things you're most embarrassed by as an Irish person. Well, I do like to say if I'm in a hotel where that's all laid on, that it's the full Colin Farrell. Wait, what, what are you talking about? Uh, you have to say it now, aren't you? Colin Farrell made a tape, Will, right? A little amateur production. Yeah. During which he commented that the feast he was having was breakfast, lunch, oh, and dinner. Are you saying that this was an adult tape? Oh. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a good way if, if you're going to a hotel and you want to figure out if it's full board. <laughs> Is it the full Colin Farrell? Oh, God, I didn't want to know that, actually. <laughs> okay, guys, we do have another challenge for you. So, uh, Will, can you can you cue us, cue us in? May I recognise this? Hello, I'm Hog from Four Lambs Hog, and I'm backstage here at the Cork Opera House. And my legitimate like for Ireland is the vast range of ridiculous accents that exist in this country that make my job as a comedian a lot easier. <laughs> so... Michael and Anya, I'm going to give you some well-known speeches and I want you, from movies, and I want you to do them. Oh my God. I want you to bring us on a tour around the country of Ireland. Happily God. I've got to apologise in advance. I have no apologies. I have a captive audience. I have a challenge. You're all here, my best friend. Okay, well, Anya, we're going to start with you. No, actually, let's start with Michael. Let's start with Michael. Let's go to let's go to County Cork, Michael. Okay. This is this is why we usually have the improv artist on this side of the table. Not making <laughs> it too hard. For you. I'm giving you Cork, though, Michael. Not making it too hard for you. Okay. And I would mm-hmm. like you to recite <laughs> this. <speech. laughs> okay. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, Commander of the Armies of the North, General of the Feast of Legions, and loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. I'm Pascal Sheehy, RT News. <laughs> okay, 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 there. not too bad there, not too bad. Okay, I Anya, have no real frame of reference for how that was. Anya, I'd like you to, to try um, a Kerry accent for us, okay? Oh God, I'm not very good at that. And one. I'd like you to, you're not very good at any of them, Anya, so I don't know why you're... <laughs> I know, but I, I... That's I'd the like joke. <laughs> we agreed. I could do a good Jonathan Ross and a good. I'd Sheehy like you <laughs> to give us this speech, which is the the end of a speech from a very famous movie that we actually okay. did an episode on. We've done episodes on both these movies so far. 
We're fighting for our right to live and exist, and should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as the American holiday, but as the Keep day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on! We're going to survive today, we celebrate our independence. Oh. Do you know what? I mean, the first line was full Healy Ray. You really had it. You really had it. <laughs> I, it's very you never hard paused. to actually... You never paused once. No, I never paused. Full marks on you. That's very impressive. That was amazing. Okay, um, oh. so now, Michael, um, we're going to go up north in the country now. Oh. To, the, to, okay. to the Colin Farrell tape. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and now, uh, so, Michael, you're going to be... We've also done an episode about... Uh, one of the actors, well, the actor who gave this speech. And uh, so I'd like you now <laughs> to uh, do this in a Belfast accent for us. In a Belfast accent? Okay. <laughs> um, um, uh, J- Jamie Dornan in the fall. It's sometimes good to do a get in phrase, Michael. If you have a get yeah, what's in my phrase. get? What is like, that? Like, what is that? How now, brown cow? But in a you're meant to have a how now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? <laughs> I'll tell you this. No, no, he's in York again. <laughs> you got a you. You got a you okay. there. You. Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell you. you. I'll tell you this. In any fight, it's a guy who's all. Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Myers. Okay, hang on. Like, okay, no, my get-in phrase is community. That's it. That's like community. That's not my word. I'll tell you this. And any fight, it's like it's that guy who's willing to die who's gonna win that inch. Oh my god. Like it's full. Die and die became goo and goo. Okay, don't go back to the beginning, Michael. We don't have time. Keep going. Okay, c- community, community, community. Why you close your eyes when you say that? <laughs> and I know. Why is everything an ooze? I've over to community. I don't think you've over calibrated. Oh, car park because that's what living is! That's such a judge in front of your face! That was very paisley. That was very paisley at the end, wasn't it? Okay, oh well, Anya, no. Anya, oh Anya, look, there's, there's only one more I'm going to give you, right? Okay. And yeah. oh, basically, another film that many people <laughs> Should have been know, on this side of it. will know and love. <laughs> but what they didn't realise is that that yeah. father who was in a difficult situation was actually from County Louth. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to calibrate as well. LD, LD, yeah, I don't know who you. <laughs> Hugh, know, give me I love how your word is Gaudi. Gaudi, LD. Go on now. <laughs> You've got a U in there as well. Are. I don't know who you are. I don't know. <laughs> no, I need to. Hugh, can you get me? I don't know what you want. Yeah, I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are very particular sense. <laughs> it's a very bad cold, apparently. <laughs> you're going okay, and then we got Skills. into... Skills that make me a nightmare, Anya. Go on. 
Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills don't make me a knife if people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. <laughs> I will find you. I'll be, and I will kill you. <laughs> oh, you had to throw in a little, a little loud town in the middle. I'll do. I'll do, and I will kill you. You're very good. Uh, no, I liked that. You oh. Acquired was a good one. Could you, could you give me? Could you give me a line there? You went you? a bit rocky though at one point. Yeah, I'll look for you. That's how winning is done. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Rocky's girlfriend? Adrian. 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 Rocky Balboa. From Philadelphia. Rocky Balboa. I always confuse Rocky Balboa with that guy. What's the thing where they're on the stripper comes out of the cake? Under siege. Under siege. Is that it? That's what I was. Is there a stripper in a cake in that? There is. Under siege has a subalpine. Um. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Well. Well done, guys. Um. Yeah. Really good oh. stuff. Oh my word. Clarified it. And look, to give you a little rest <sighs> from that, I'm going to let you relax with our final cryptic crossword clue. Ah. Cryptic okay. crossword clue. So this cryptic crossword clue is: producer named MDMA at hillbilly pubs. <laughs> now I foxed producer? you now. Producer? Producer named MDMA at Hillbilly Pubs. Anya Ecstasy. Called. Oh, Anya Ecstasy sounds like someone in a Colin Farrell tape, I think. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Even even more than Lieutenant Buttermilk. Anya Ecstasy and Lieutenant Buttermilk could be the two main characters in a new children's TV show. No, Lieutenant Buttermilk was a was a poorly received Bond girl, I think. Just wasn't really hitting. Producer hitting Michael named MDMA. Are we are we right with ecstasy? Is ecstasy right? Yeah, but I suppose you don't have to call it the full name ecstasy. X X. X. Oh no no E E E E E E on ye. It's not on, on ye. On ye. Michael E. Michael E. Producer name. Mikey. MDMA. Mikey. 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 It's not Mikey. Michael. 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 Michael E. Culkin. You're getting there. Producer named MDMA. So you've got, what have you got there? So. Michael E. Well, it's named. It's not named. So it's not call. It's. The past tense called. 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 Michael D. Michael D. Higgins. Michael D. Higgins. Producer named MDMA at Hillbilly Pubs. Mike called E. Hickins. That's beautiful. Hickins. <laughs> That's amazing. I shouted Hickins. the phrase Hickins while cycling home on my bike today. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then laughed in delight. Hickins. Right. Well done, guys. In fairness, you did well on those. Yeah. Uh, God, it's, it's it's tiring work on the other side. It's tiring work. Yeah, it is. Did you guys enjoy the producer role? Uh, it's more work. Mm. Yeah, yeah right? I did preparation right? for this episode, which I've never done before. Well, I also made the mistake of, of sending texts to about 12 people to say, please send me audio yeah. that I then had to download, edit, listen to, and make, <laughs> make questions yeah, based on. Point. 
But well, look. you just you just uh, you did what you what you see us do every week. It was a real case of uh, monkey see bag, monkey do bag, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. For the listener, Hugh much. and Hugh and my laughs weren't edited out there. They <laughs> they just weren't there. Didn't happen, um, yeah. So thanks to everyone who joined in with the podcast: Deck Bruton, Jeremy Kinsella, Alan Grace, Connor McAndrew, Sean Burke, Connor McReynolds, Ross McGuire, Sean Flanagan, David Kenny. Uh, and Tom Dorley, um, but we're coming to the end of the podcast, guys. I think as we as we come to the end of the the hundredth episode, it would be nice to say a big thank you to the listeners. It's lovely to have people listening yes. to the show, and it's especially lovely for those listeners. You know who you are, who support us very constantly on social media as well. So yeah. it's just lovely, and uh, thank you. You can take the producer out of the show, you, but. Yeah. yeah, you know, you can't, you take, can't the take the class out of the man. So, yeah. Onion Michael, I think we'd better move towards final judgments. So, this episode has been solely about uh, Ireland, and I'd yeah. like you to now to decide whether Ireland is a legitimate like. Onya, would you like to go first? Uh, yes, please. God, we're very stilted at this, aren't we? Yes, please. You don't have to say um, yes, please. You can just start with your answer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're very stilted. With, was, you've included a lot of us there. You told her it was yes and, and she thought it was yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think there is... I, I do think we have a real case of Irish exceptionalism sometimes, and we're not as great as we like to think we are. But be and be sure, it's legitimate like for me. Michael, over to you. Yeah, I mean, Anya said that uh, we have a real case for Irish exceptionalism, and I rest my case. Ireland's exceptional. I love it. It's a great country, great country to be from, great people to be around. Yeah, almost no cons, I would say. There you have it. (laughs) Ireland gets to remain. Ireland is a legitimate like. Hugh, which way would you have voted? Were you not a producer and a, a host? Yeah, thanks for asking. I mean, it's it's definitely a legitimate like. I don't want to be from anywhere else. Very, very proud to be Irish. And I'm not a proud man. <laughs> Where would you be from if you had to be from somewhere else? Uh, oh, Iceland, maybe. They're a bit mad, aren't they? Iceland? Yeah. Very few people from Iceland. Yeah, well, very few people. Yeah. I don't want to be around people, so, you know, that's nice. Yeah, all right, okay. Also, your second name is, is predetermined. Is, is, isn't your surname? Is like It's your father's name and son? Your yeah. dad's name, son. Yeah, so you'd be, you'd be Hugh O'Connorson. I guess it's not that different. You could probably adjust to that. I don't know if you un- if you really don't understand how the system works, or if you just realised at the last minute that you didn't want to put my dad's name on the podcast. I, I genuinely don't know which one it was. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I was like, I just, I just feel he's a, you know, you might not be a proud man, but he is. And, you know, that's not. And also, probably one of the most uh, important and committed listeners to the mm-hmm. podcast. So thank you so much to Hugh. Yes, thank dad. you very much to Hugh's yeah. dad, to my mo- my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have other then, listeners, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my wife has listened to three episodes, so that's Wh- good. Yeah. My husband has listened to them all. He's got to listen to this every night of the week, am I right, fella? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, what happens, Duncan? <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'm confused. Am I? Um, uh, <laughs> is Duncan married to my husband? Uh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Uh, if I'd had a choice, I would have definitely voted Ireland as a legitimate like. I uh, am so jealous I'm not Irish. I think it's great. Um, I wish I could say crack more without sounding like an idiot. Um, I don't know um, whether this will stay in or not, Will, but you know when the good news about your engagement came down and someone yeah. in my family asked, oh, and will that be in 
in Ireland or in England because you're marrying yeah. an Irish person. And like, I absolutely scoffed at the idea. I was like, what? I, like, obviously Ireland. Will doesn't even like England. Like, obviously it's going to be Ireland. And yet, and yet we don't know, do we? And yet we don't know. We don't know. And this is a, a Michael, you'll like this. It's an entirely economic decision. I think it's cheaper to get married in England than it is mm. in Ireland. Um, Can confirm. Of course it is, because you lot just do sausage rolls down at the old barrel and patty. <laughs> I wouldn't say that in England. You'll get, you'll get a different thing than you asked for, on you? <laughs> Onion Michael, are you going to take us out? Well, yeah, yes. Michael, <laughs> do, uh, Michael, do you want to... I do the intro, you do the outro. Uh, this has been Legitimate Mics, I guess. Are, it's, is that how do we do this? How do we, what do we, yeah. no, you said like, this has well, been your emergency response system. Well, this has been the 100th episode of Legitimate Mics. If this is the first episode you listen to, please do not judge us on this alone. Please pick something else. <laughs> yeah. um, there's loads of good episodes out there. And uh, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> Over the last oh, Michael, don't do your wedding vows for us. Oh, <laughs> I would say before um, the... It, it, often just before the music comes in and you do the goodbyes I should say that after the theme tune we will have a load of clips of everybody who's sent in all their stuff so have a listen to all the stories and lovely stuff that they have but back over to the hosts Anya I don't understand social media so you do that bit if you've well no Michael you do you know that you just put Twitter in your browser and then have a look at it so please go please go to please go to twitter.com you have to say .com or they won't know how to do it I didn't and, think uh, the outro could be worse than the intro would you would you need an account for that on you if they were going or can we no, just send you, them there you, you, I, I believe you fly free but okay. th- we don't need you to do that but we do okay need you to, no, so, okay Okay. If you've okay. enjoyed if you've enjoyed the podcast, if you've yeah. enjoyed the podcast, please. I don't um, think they have. I think we can take that question. If, you, look, okay? if, you've, if you've made it this far and out of some charity for for us, it would be great if you could rate us five stars uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Sorry, uh, so- Anya. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you again. But could you please actually do this from loud? <laughs> oh, you rate us five stars. Uh, if I have a five star on Apple Music or iCast, that's not even that's not even how it works, you know. <laughs> Look, you, you know what I need you to do, okay? <laughs> it's, like, it's like she's with her husband again. <laughs> I swear to God on you, the day I'm doing the outro and I say the phrase, you know what I need you to do, is the day I retire from the podcast. Um, so if if you've enjoyed it, if you've stuck with us, no, that's why am I pointing my fingers? Go audio, it, it doesn't matter. No. No. If you've, enjoyed, if you've enjoyed the podcast please rate us five stars wherever you listen to your podcast and please leave us a review and please tell a friend it really helps i don't really understand how it does but he was very keen because it means another person listens to the podcast yeah <laughs> yeah but i just don't ever understand whether there'd be an organic situation where someone would be like women aged 29 to 35 are loving legitimate lives <laughs> I wouldn't open the conversation with that. Um, <laughs> but please rate, review, subscribe. I love how you think asking people to listen is a bad way of getting people to listen. Well, I just, I just I often wonder about No wonder you and Michael are so mad with your conversations about our stats. You don't actually know how it works. 
If you'd like to send us a message, you can email us, us at legitimatelikes.gmail.com or you can tweet us at legitimatelikes or you can find us on Instagram at legitimatelikes. Look, look, the that's, handle is legitimatelikes everywhere that you can Instagram.com. That's where Instagram. you find com. us. Yeah, so they know. Yeah, Michael and I will be receiving your messages. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it from that's, Anya. That's it from me. That's it from me, Michael. <laughs> that's it from... Our wonderful guys, thank you so much for producing. They're welcome. You, produce, you produce the thank hell you. out of us. Slana while you. Thanks very much. Michael, that's it, isn't it? That's it. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Hello, listener. It's Will, your favourite host of Legitimate Likes. Please don't Google that or, or ask anyone about it. Um, it's time for some bonus content, or as we call it in the biz, bone con. In the 100th episode that you've just listened to, I sincerely hope, if you haven't listened to it, go back, listen to it. What are you doing here? I love you. Sorry. Whoa. What you're about to hear is the unedited, X-rated. It's not X-rated. It's so I'm... I don't know. I don't know what letter it would be rated. Definitely not Q or J because they don't exist in the Irish alphabet. I don't think they also don't appear in any Irish counties. But if, if you've listened to that, that is a big spoily, spoily, spoil town. When we were approaching the 100th episode, I DM'd a load of people on Twitter, and um, I'm now on a couple of lists. That's unrelated. I also got in touch with people, friends of the podcast, and said, "Hey, can you record some things that you love about Ireland, or some things that you find interesting about Ireland, some quirks about Ireland?" And this is what they came up with. You're about to hear from everybody who sent something in. Sit back, relax, or sit forward and relax. I don't mind. Sit wherever you like. But crucially, enjoy. Why don't we turn this up a couple of DBs? And by DBs, I don't mean decibels. I mean Deck Bruton, whose recording didn't start until about four seconds in. So this is going to feel clunky. Take it away, DB. She went all Irish school, so I was kind of like a language paramilitary. Uh, and really raised almost religiously to respect the language and to respect the idea that that a, a country without a language is a country with no soul. But it is one of the few things that's uniquely ours. It's something that everyone has a little bit to just about the same level because we all learned it at school. It's kind of a shorthand of code words and learned oral recitations that you can kind of use anywhere in the world to sound out an Irish person and even to figure out exactly when they went to school based on what small extract of reading or writing they memorized in Irish for their exams. So I'm, I'm very proud of the language. I don't speak it well, but I like to speak it. And I like to encourage people to speak it because people are usually better at it than they think they are. But it is, it is probably my favorite thing about Ireland. That's always the thing that impresses foreigners the most because they don't believe us when you tell them that we have a language of our own and a language of our own that's not just English with an accent, but actually a, a better version of that in the first place. So, yeah, that's it for me, the Irish language. Um, who saw that coming? Slawn, Deck, Slawn. Now I'm passing over the mic to my next of Jeremy Kin, Sailor. That is bad. I don't know how you're getting on with these Ireland <laughs> facts. It's quite, it's quite difficult because I don't actually have much trivia, but... There is something I do have. I don't know if this can be useful for you or not, but it could be kind of fun on the pod itself. So, as a bit of trivia, for example, this is the kind of thing I have. There's obviously 32 counties in Ireland, um, and 
there's 26 letters in the alphabet. There are four letters in the alphabet that appear in only one county's name. So, for example, <laughs> sorry, so that sounds confusing. But what I mean is, the Y in Kerry, for example, is also in Kilkenny, or the O in Sligo is also in Longford. But there are four counties that have one letter that doesn't feature in any other county. So the X in Wexford, the V in Cavan, the B in Dublin, and the P in Tipperary. Now, admittedly, it appears twice in the word Tipperary, but still, it doesn't feature in any other county. So, that's the best I can do. <laughs> I hope it's not truly shit. And you can use it. If I think of anything else, I'll send it on to you. But uh, it was quite hard to, to think of stuff. I'm possibly also quite jet-lagged. But anyway, I digress. Congratulations on your news, and I hope all's well with you. If you are wondering what my news is, it's that I once killed a man, and I got away with it. Statute of limitations, baby. Murder jokes aren't great, are they? Speaking of murder jokes, it's time to hear Alan Grace murder some. Sorry, Alan, I think you did a really good job. I love you. I don't know why I've been antagonistic. Good evening, afternoon, morning, Delete of applicable podcasters. Um, as always, bitter to not be on any episode, because um, I, I at this stage think of this as my podcast, but... In the spirit of um, national pride, given today's topic, I, I begrudgingly agreed to submit my own favourite little thing about Ireland and the Irish. And that is the thing we pat ourselves on the back for more than anything else in this world. And that is leaving famous people alone in pubs or restaurants. So much of our national sense of self-worth is tied up in this. And the best part is that we don't really leave them alone because we just can't resist that word. Just as grubby as your French, your Italians, your English, your Icelandics, your Zimbabweans. Uh, we too are absolutely sucked in by the, the filthy, shiny veneer of celebrity um, that we still have to get that dopamine hit of saying, yeah, yeah I, I, nedded, I nodded to Nigel Mansell once in Bewley's uh, lovely lad, people were leaving alone. Um, we still need that dopamine hit, but we need to pat ourselves on the back for the fact that we left them alone, even though we didn't. Um, and this this might be a, a phenomenon to uh, Will or some of your non-Irish listeners, but if a famous celebrity is in a local pub in Ireland or a restaurant, you know, a Helmsworth, a Feral, a, a Seabag Montefiore, everyone there will go to these ostentatious lengths to show that they're leaving them alone. Uh, we leave them alone so much to the point that every time this happens, it is actually reported on by national newspapers and uh, splashed across websites with pictures of the celebrity being left alone uh, by that classic traditional way of leaving someone alone, surreptitiously taking photos of them on your phone from behind a pint glass, and also, after you've had a few drinks, literally walking up to them and taking selfies with that celebrity uh, to show how they were being left alone. Um now, this only applies to foreign celebrities. Um, if an Irish celebrity is in a pub, they will also be left alone, but for a very different motivation, and that is the specific motivation of letting them know that we actually think they're quite shit. Um, and it's not that they're being left alone so that they can have their own little night out and to protect their, you know, their sense of a normal life. It's telling them, if you were a better celebrity, I'd be over talking to you right now. 
this is how little I think of you as a celebrity, um, that even though you're feet away from me, I am going to keep my back to you and act like Bono isn't sitting next to me, uh, even though I'm going to look at you every five minutes. I'm going to go, it is him, isn't it? Um, yeah, so the second one is, uh, it's a two-parter then, essentially, our treatment of foreign celebrities and how we pat ourselves on the back and our national sport of begrudgery. Um, they're my favourite things about Ireland, as displayed by uh, my begrudgery about not being included in this podcast and my sycophantic towards Will because he's got a posh accent and he's not from around here. So I, I, I think I need to impress him. Um, yeah, I would say something in Irish, but it's a stupid fucking language. Uh, and it should not be, not only should it not be compulsory in schools, it, is, it should be compulsory to not know Irish. And if you do know Irish, it should be penal- penalised in exams rather than rewarded. Um, that's probably gone on a bit long, but, uh, you know, my fire was burning, my creative juice were flowing. Uh, right, have a good one. Remember, folks, creative juice, incredibly flammable. Not as flammable, however, as Conor McAndrew's incredibly loud combustion engine. Take it away, C. Well, hi, sorry. I, um, I'd like to offer up a... Uh, a factoid um, I'm in the car by the way sorry it's, it's, uh, it's, it's all the noise about uh, and <laughs> it's just, just absolutely the best place to get a, get a recording uh, obviously from a moving vehicle um, so my fact for you is that uh, William Shakespeare is in fact Irish or rather whoever actually wrote the plays um, is, is actually an Irish composer named John Dowland who uh, is from no no less an august place than Dorky, seaside village south of Dublin. And uh, yeah, so um, Dorky can claim, amongst other people, um, uh, Bono, Enya, and Shakespeare as uh, as residents. So I think he was a he was a composer. He he, he travelled across Europe uh, and was born in Dorky. Um, and uh, the the key link here is that uh, essentially. There's a pitch perfect connection between how John Dowland described Elsinore and 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 how Shakespeare wrote Elsinore. In, in, uh, and then the other key thing is that John Dowland was in a number of key locations as a traveling composer and minstrel uh, that feature in the plays. So I think uh, amongst other places, he there's a confirmed, confirmed sighting in Girona. Um, so I think pretty incontrovertible, I think you'll agree that uh, realistically, um, you know, your man, that fella, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is one of us, really. Um, and I think it just, it reverses uh, a sort of a, a worrying trend of, you know, the BBC and Sky claiming um, Irish um, uh, stars of screen, stage and, and, and sports field uh, to be uh, British, and just rights the wrongs of the past on that front, um, because, of course, you know, one of your greats is actually one of our greats, uh, and from Dorky, no less. Um, so yeah, so so as I say, I feel it'll go untroubled. Oh, um, a, a sort of a, a lovely little, uh, a lovely little coda to this as well is that um, uh, pod favourite and uh, friend of the pod, Ross McGuire, um, was almost drafted by um, by the the keepers of this truth as uh, as their as their patsy. Um, uh, to rep it, to rep the brand of John Dowland as Shakespeare internationally, but um, you know he uh, 
you have to demure and decline. Um, but yeah, worth worth asking Ross about it. Uh, you know, in due course. So anyway, as I say, pretty uh, pretty neat little fact there. Elsinore is basically adding Cullymore Harbour, um, pretty much. Um, so yeah, do with that what you will. Don't you mean do without what you John? Because uh, John was Shakespeare, so would be Will would be replaced by John. That's how that's how words work. Um, if you enjoyed that Connor, here's another Connor, specifically Connor McReynolds, who is about to introduce himself. So this is redundant and less sexy than his voice. Hello, I'm Irishman Connor McReynolds, and I was born in Dublin, but reared on the north coast of Ireland, near to the Giant's Causeway. The Giant's Causeway is a rock formation comprising of around 40,000 interlocking basalt columns. Scientists posit that the causeway was formed by an ancient underwater volcanic eruption, but this rather fantastical notion has long been disputed by the Irish people, who know that the causeway was in fact formed by Irish giant Finn McCool during his famous battle with infamous Scottish giant and all-round knobhead Ben and Donner. I loved stories about Finn McCool growing up. His battle with Ben and Donner, the knobhead, is legendary, but for me, the greatest story of Finn is how he came to possess his magic thumb. When Finn was but a boy, he set out to make a life for himself. Finn met a wise old man, Finnegus. Finnegus was a stargazer and a poet, widely considered to be Ireland's first hippie. Finnegus was getting on in years and needed a bit of help about the place, so he hired young Finn to do odds and ends. Despite Finnegus being a very wise old fella, he'd been trying for years to catch the salmon of knowledge. How does a salmon get such a moniker? Simple. This salmon was once a perfectly ordinary salmon, just like you or me, until it happened to eat nine nuts that fell from hazel trees surrounding the Well of Wisdom. In eating these nuts, the salmon reportedly gained all of the world's knowledge. That sounds like a gift, but think about what it must have actually been like for a really smart fish who can't communicate to anyone just how smart he is. It must have been torture. I'm not quite sure how Finnegus figured it out, but he was a smart cookie in his own right, and he deduced that if he caught the salmon of knowledge and ate it, that he would gain all of the salmon's knowledge, thus inheriting the title of world's smartest salmon for himself. And sure enough, after seven long years of fishing, one day, Finnegus successfully caught and murdered the fish. Finnegus felt tired after reeling in the salmon of knowledge, and he asked young Finn McCool to cook the fish over a fire and bring it to him. This was the first recorded instance in Irish history of a hippie not opting for sushi when they had the chance. Now, Finnegus only had one instruction for Finn. Don't eat any of my fucking fish. So, young Finn lit a fire and cooked the salmon over the flame. It was crisping up nicely, but Finn noticed that there was a a little bubble forming under the skin. And for reasons known only to Finn he decided to get rid of that bubble. Now I know what you're thinking. He probably got a stick and poked the bubble or or some other inanimate object because nobody in their right mind would reach over to a bubbling hot salmon over a roaring fire with their bare hands and burst it, right? Well, that's where you're wrong. Young Finn reached over with his thumb and popped the bubble. You might be surprised to learn 
that this was incredibly fucking painful for the young giant, and he immediately put his thumb in his mouth to stop the burning. Finn waited for the fish to be cooked, then brought it to Finnegus, who was very excited to consume not just a tasty bit of fresh fish, but also all of the knowledge in the world. He ate and he ate, but he didn't notice anything different. He turned to the young giant and asked, You didn't eat any of the fish, did you? Young Finn assured him that of course he wouldn't have done such a thing. So, so you didn't even touch it, right? asked Finnegus. Finn looked a bit awkward at this point, and replied that he might have burst a bubble on the skin with his thumb. Finnegus sighed. Tell me you didn't put your thumb in your mouth. Finn became visibly awkward here, looking much like my dog looked that time we came in to find an entire roast chicken on the kitchen floor. Finnegus cursed under his breath. He got what was happening. That big bumbling idiot had somehow managed to consume all of the knowledge from the salmon, leaving only a huge lump of oily fish, rich in protein and omega-3. Thus, Finn McCool became the wisest salmon on the planet. Anytime Finn needed to access all of the world's knowledge, he'd simply pop his thumb in his mouth and the answer to whatever problem he faced came to him. Obviously, if you or I did this, we'd look a bit childish and creepy, but such was his tiring intellect, he could actually pull it off and still come away looking worldly and wise. Kind of like if Stephen Fry could only be smart if he picked his nose or something. What would come out of his mouth would still be so impressive that you'd forget that he had an enormous booger hanging off the end of his finger. So, yeah, that is the story of Finn McCool and the Salmon of Knowledge. What a beautiful story and so beautifully told. Uh, let's pass over to our own Salmon of Knowledge, Ross McGuire. Take it away, Salmony boy. Oh, I'm sorry for calling you a Salmony boy. <laughs> if I was to pick out two things about Ireland that I think are interesting, uh, they would have to be one, the fact that we've got just a brilliant way with words. We've just got a great way of turning the English language uh, into our own language by just using really weird constructions, like the sentence... I'm only after giving out to your man because he was being bold. Like, that's unintelligible to most English speakers. And I love that about us. And I think the other really interesting thing about Ireland is uh, the fact that there's a uh, 2,300 year old fort in County Antrim that uh, they found a, a North African Barbary ape skull in. So why are there North African apes in Ireland 2,300 years ago? It's definitely a mystery there. Thanks so much, Ross. May your swim upstream to mate and then immediately die be fruitful and easy. Speaking of fruitful and easy, here's my nemesis, David Kenny. Hey, gang. Uh, I think my favourite thing about Ireland is just how relaxed people are. It's just a very relaxed place, all things considered. And people, you know, don't take things too seriously unless they have to. And I was trying to think of examples of this, and there are loads, but one that occurred to me was something that Hugh and I experienced a few years ago when we were off the Kerry coast, heading over to Skellig Michael, stunning um, island with an old monastic settlement off the coast of Kerry. And we were being driven over in a boat by a guy 
who had been on the seas driving people out to this island for, I think he said, more than 60 years. There's a man, I'd say, you know, late 70s or or possibly into his 80s and still going strong. Been doing this a very long time out in the waters for all these years, shepherding tourists over. And it was a stunning place to visit, stunning experience. And on our way back, we were chatting to him when in one of those awe-inspiring experiences, a whale breached uh, not far away and we saw the whale kind of come up and uh, um, recede back into the vast waters of the Atlantic below. It was kind of an awe-expiring experience. And we turned to who was driving the boat and we said, what kind of a whale was that? And kind of looks out philosophically uh, into the distance and says, it was just a regular sort of a whale, you know? And for me, that sums up something great about Ireland, that, you know, you could be driving boats off the Kerry coastline, sending tourists out to this island for 60 years. And, you know, why would you know the names of the whales? It just doesn't matter. And he was right. We didn't need to know the name of the whale. (laughs) We should have just enjoyed the experience of seeing the whale. And I suppose we did. So that is what I love about Ireland, our incredible levels of chill up to and including having absolutely no knowledge about uh, whales. David Kenny there telling us about whales. I know one thing about whales. They don't have arms or foil or a hog. We have one of them. Take it away, Sean Flanagan of Foil Arms and Whale. Hello, I'm Hog from Foil Arms and Hog and I'm backstage here at the Cork Opera House. And my legitimate like for Ireland is the vast range of ridiculous accents that exist in this country that make my job as a comedian a lot easier. And the Cork accent, you know, there's lots to do with that. You can you do lots to do the Cork accent. You don't have to try too hard to make it sound ridiculous. <laughs> and of course, there's a Kerry accent as well. The Kerry accent, not not too dissimilar. Not too dissimilar, but that's quicker. You know, you're, 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 you're blinking, it's gone. <laughs> uh, I the loud accent now. The, the Monaghan one, you know. I that one's easy too. So that is, um, that's my legitimate like. The crazy accents that exist here in Ireland um, that, like I said, make my job very easy. Oh, and one one last thing. Uh, in backstage, I, f- I found a pair of bongos, right? And I want you, uh, and, and this sounds like the little bit in Predator, the little music motif, the little sound effect motif that keeps coming back. L- let me see if you agree, right? In Predator 1, watch with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I guess it's time to bongo to the chopper, like get like get to the chopper, like 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger says. Finally, to play us out with an actual joke is the delightful Tom Dawley. I find it hard to choose just one thing that I love about Ireland, but one that springs to mind certainly is the Irish tendency to hone and perfect the the art of the put-down, so to speak. There's a phenomenon in Ireland which people call notions. It's not a good idea to have notions, and notions could be anything from ordering a skinny latte to moving to a more fashionable part of town, something like that. But my favourite put-down 
uh, involves a story told to me years ago by a good friend of mine, David Norris, who was a great campaigner for gay rights in Ireland over the years. And back in the 1950s, when he was a student at Trinity College, Dublin, um, he was going for the weekend with a friend of his called Hill uh, to stay in Lucan, which in those days was a small village uh, near, near Dublin. And they arrived to catch the bus on the quays just as it was about to pull out and the, the, the doors had closed. And young Hill hammered on the door and said, let me on, I'm one of the hills of Lucan. And the bus driver turned round and shouted, oh, I don't give a shite if you're the mountains of bleeding morn, you're not getting on my bus. Look at that, lads. A hundred episodes and the first bit of bone con. Really hope you listen to the start because BoneCon is... I'm not just saying the words BoneCon. It's not like a convention where people come to celebrate femurs. It is uh, bonus content. It's just it's, It just shortens things. It quickens things to say BoneCon. But obviously explaining this has, has wasted some time. Thank you so much for listening to Legitimate Likes for 100 episodes or for how many episodes you are when you've listened to this. But thank you for listening to it. We genuinely really appreciate it. Um, if you could rate it five stars, tell your friends, subscribe to it. Um, tattoo it to your, your lower thigh all of that would be really lovely thank you so much, listen to it again and uh, here's the theme tune I suppose, I don't, I'm recording this on my own just in a room well you're listening to it alone in a room unless you're having a listening party which I think is maybe weirder look, either way I love you forever farewell, thank you for your time safe travels on your journeys what, what does that mean Ah. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.